Greetings in the Lord Jesus. You can turn with me to Proverbs chapter 1 for a while. Mark asked, we have any comments on this Sunday school lesson, and I was thinking hard. I didn't quite get ready in time. And we talk about the restoration of all things, or the restitution of all things, I think Peter called it. We sang a song, and if you look up at the top left of the page, it has the name there, Bernard of Clooney, or Bernard of Clairvaux. I think it was the same person, actually. Lived in the 1100s, probably the most powerful man in Europe, even more powerful than the Pope. Sent lots of heretics to their death. Unless you've got, you've got some beautiful hymns in the book that we sing by, or at least they say they're by him. I don't know. I have to wonder sometimes where he got them, especially that one. It talks about the martyrs. But anyway. But in the end, it doesn't really matter. God will take care of those details. Nobody will get credit for something they didn't do if they didn't. And he'll straighten out how things are supposed to be. All right. I just wonder. Can anybody quote for me uh, Psalm 119.9? Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. And I suppose that might be my title as much as anything this morning, Wherewithal Shall a Young Man Cleanse His Way. If I was thinking about all these new young Christians, and I was thinking, well, I wasn't thinking just about them, I was thinking about the rest of us too. I was thinking about Proverbs. How do we figure out how to live, anyway? Well... I like the way the Spanish put the rest of that verse. It just says, by keeping your word. By keeping your word. That's how you do it. By taking heed thereto according to thy word is the way the English says it. It's a little more complicated, but by keeping your word. So uh, let's just look in the Proverbs. The wise man here is talking to his son. And you want to be wise? All you new young Christians, you want to be wise? I remember as a young Christian, I wanted to be wise. Well, Proverbs tells you how. Good book to read. Uh, read it in some other version besides the King James sometimes, too. Just to give you a little better idea what some of these verses say sometimes. Uh, it's good practice. All right, so Proverbs. Just going to run through the first couple chapters here and look at some things. The introduction, the first seven verses, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. And then he gives the purpose of this book, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety or discernment to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels. To understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise and their dark sayings. 
The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, or the principal part of knowledge. But fools despise wisdom and instruction. Now, Proverbs talks about two men pretty often. Do you know who they are? Can anyone tell me? The wise, the fool. And you have them both here. The wise, the fool. Which do you want to be? Well, I want to be the wise. Okay, verse 5. A wise man will hear. That's what makes a man wise. He will increase learning. He will attain in the wise counsels, understand the proverb, the interpretation, the words of other wise men. He'll take in and hear their dark sayings, their profound sayings. Begins, it all begins with the fear of the Lord. On the other hand, fools despise wisdom and instruction. So if you're one of these people, excuse me, that say, I hate school, I don't like to learn, you're a fool in God's terminology. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Okay, that sounds a little strong, I know. Okay, but hey, God said it, not me. <laughs> hmm. Why would God say it's you're a fool to not want to learn? Well, I know enough already. I'm smart. I'm a smarty pants. Whoops, we don't say it that way, do we? Others sometimes see it that way. I mean, pretty often they do. Sorry. Well, they just do. And I don't want to look like that. I want to look like what God calls a wise man. And so to do that, I have to do what God says to be wise, right? Right, okay. <laughs> Wait, I didn't have that in my notes, by the way. I just thought of it. <clears throat> okay, here we go. The fear of the Lord is the principal part. I think the margin reads there of wisdom. It's the beginning place, and it's the largest part of real wisdom. But fools despise wisdom. They think they've got it figured out. I mean, what dad tells me, it don't matter. I can do what I want. I can have fun. I can have my own way. I can go to hell. I grew up that way. There were a group of us in our church that grew up that way. You know how many of us are in the church now? One. One young lady that I had a crush on at one point during that time was beaten to death by her husband at age 30. I could point you to alcohol, alcoholics, divorced and remarried. I mean, we can just go through the whole gamut. If you want to take the fool's route, you want to say, I'm... I'm okay. I know what I can do. I can do what my, go against what my parents say. I can go against what the church says. I can have my own way. You can do that. 
the way of the transgressor is hard. You're a fool. God says. Well, okay, let's keep going. Verses 9 and 10, a good starting point. My son, hear the instruction of thy father, and forsake not the law of thy mother. For they shall be an ornament of grace under thy head, and chains about thy neck. Well, there's a book out there called something like this, All I Ever Needed I Learned in Kindergarten. And I thought about that with this verse. Hear the instruction of your father, forsake not the law of your mother. Play nice. Don't take each other's toys. Be kind. Share. You know, the things that we're supposed to learn before kindergarten... They shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. You, you live that way. And you're going the right direction. You're going to be wise. So that's a good starting place. Hear the instruction of your father. Don't forsake the law of your mother. All right. Verses 10 to 19. Don't listen to the fool. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. If they say, come with us, let us lay in wait for blood. Let us lurk privily for the innocent without cause. Let us swallow them up alive as the grave and whole as those that go down to the pit. We shall find all precious substance. We shall fill our houses with spoil. Cast in thy lot among us. Let us all have one purse. My son, walk not thou in the way with them. Refrain thy foot from their path, for their feet run to do evil, and make haste to shed blood. Surely in vain the net is spread in the sight of any bird, and they lay wait for their own blood. They lurk privily for their own lives. So are the ways of everyone that is greedy of gain, which taketh away the life of the owners thereof. So don't listen to those people that say, hey, let's go have some fun. Let's do it our way. And usually they don't start out quite as bold as these. Let's go out and rob some people. Okay, so I could, a couple of those people that I grew up with stole a car and ran off to Arkansas. Ran out of money, so they robbed the store. They ended up in jail. Happened more than once, actually. I mean, the second time it was Texas, I think. Don't listen to those kind of people. They'll get you in trouble. I mean, this is grade school stuff. Right? I mean, shouldn't even have to tell Anson this kind of thing. Or anyone else that's in grade school. And yet... Somehow, we find that people do it. How does it start? Well, people forget to play nice. <laughs> Don't take other stuff. Be kind. Share. 
and they start doing what I want to do and I become the judge of what's right in my life and whether it pleases me self replaces living for others okay verses 20 down through 23 or 33 now we have wisdom speaking here and Proverbs pretty often you have wisdom speaking She's called a woman several times, by the way. Oh, by the way, there are two women in Proverbs, especially these first eight chapters or so. We won't get to all of them, but one of them is wisdom, and one Proverbs calls the strange woman, the harlot. No, she's not always a harlot. Sometimes she just acts like it. Sometimes she's just a regular housewife who doesn't know how to behave. Wisdom crieth without, she uttereth her voice in the streets. She crieth in the chief place of concourse, in the openings of the gates. In the city she uttereth her words, saying, How long, you simple ones, will you love simplicity? And scorners delight in their scorning, and fools hate knowledge. Turn you at my reproof. Behold, I will pour out my spirit unto you. I will make known my words unto you, because I have... Okay. You get to verse 23 and you realize, you know, wisdom here, this sounds a lot like God talking, doesn't it? I will pour out my spirit to you if you turn at my reproof. So there's the invitation. Why keep going that way? Why keep following self? Turn from it. Turn to me. And I'll pour out my spirit to you. I'll make you wise. I'll give you my wisdom. Verses 24 down through 32, the results then of not listening to wisdom's call. Because I have called and you refused, I have stretched out my hand and no man regarded. But you have set at naught all my counts one would, would not of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when your fear cometh. When your fear cometh as desolation and your destruction cometh as a whirlwind. When distress and anguish come upon you. Then shall they call upon me, but I will not answer. They shall seek me early, but they shall not find me, for that they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. They would none of my counsel. They despised all my reproof. Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Again, fairly plain. Wisdom says, I called you. You refused. You get into trouble. You don't have wisdom. Why not? You didn't get it. That makes it pretty plain. They hated knowledge, verse 29. They didn't choose the fear of the Lord. And so when life throws troubles at them, they don't have it. They don't know how to deal with it. Wisdom, I was going to say forsakes them. No, it doesn't forsake them because they never took it in. Where do you get wisdom? Let's see, by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Read the book of Proverbs. That's one good way to start getting wisdom. Actually, I should have read a couple more verses, I guess. Uh, Therefore they shall eat the fruit of their own way and be filled with their own devices. Verse 31, verse 32, For the turning away of the simple shall slay them, and the prosperity of fools shall destroy them. But, 
All right, you had about 10 verses there for those that refuse wisdom. Here's one for those who accept it. But whosoever hearkeneth unto me shall dwell safely and shall be quiet from fear of evil. Great peace have they that love thy law and nothing shall offend them. Something like that. One simple little verse. Seek wisdom. Seek God. And you'll have what it takes to face life. Well, chapter 2. The first nine verses are one uh, if-then statement. Actually, it's kind of a compilation of ifs and thens. Talking about getting wisdom. Where do you get it? My son... If thou wilt receive my words and hide thy commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom, turn it to wisdom and listen, and apply thine heart to understanding, work at it. Yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest for her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, go after it like you would for silver and gold, then... Thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler, a shield to them that walk uprightly. He keepeth the paths of judgment and preserveth the way of his saints. Then... Shalt thou understand righteousness and judgment and equity, yea, every good path. So this business of getting wisdom is not just sitting there twiddling your thumbs. He says you have to put some effort into it. You have to go after it like you mean business. You have to mean business. But if you do, then God will fill you. Open wide thy mouth, and I will fill it, says the Lord. Okay. Keep going, and then um, the rest of the chapter, I put a title on it, Wisdom Delivers. Wisdom Delivers. So, verses 10 to 15, it delivers from those who enjoy sin. It, it will deliver you from those who enjoy sin, from those who think it's tough to sin, those who think there's something by doing their own thing. And try to get you to go along. Verse 10. When wisdom enters into thine heart. And knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. Discretion shall preserve thee. Understanding shall keep thee. To deliver thee from the way of the evil man. From the man that speaketh froward things. Perverse things. Proud things. Who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Who rejoice to do evil and delight in the frowardness of the wicked whose ways are crooked, and they froward in their paths. When wisdom is in your heart, and you've made knowledge something you want, and you're taking in wisdom from God, discretion. Oh, how do you describe discretion? Oh, a knowledge of, of how to live will preserve you. Your understanding will keep you away from the evil. It will help you to realize 
But those people that are warning you know what they're talking about. And I think, I don't have this written down, so I'm going to say it while I'm thinking it. One of the signs of wisdom in a young person is that he listens to what older folks have to say and, and he learns from it. Why in the world would you have to go and sin yourself to find out how hard the way of the transgressor is when you have lots of people that can tell you there's wisdom in listening to those that have the wisdom and the knowledge and learning from it. If you insist on learning it for yourself, that's foolishness. Now there's some things we're going to learn that way. You're going to learn a good many things that way anyway. You are. <laughs> but it helps a lot if you can just learn it without having to experience it. Part of that is looking at other people around you and noting what happens to them. You don't have to just listen to those with more wisdom. You can see, you can see it going on in, in the lives of those around you too when they go the wrong way and what happens. Okay. Well, it delivers. Verses 16 to 19. It delivers from the strange woman. This is the woman that doesn't know how to behave herself, the woman that shows off her body, the woman that tempts you to look at her, that does those kinds of things. To deliver thee from the strange woman, even from the stranger which flattereth with her words, which forsaketh the guide of her youth, and forgetteth the covenant of her God. For her house inclineth unto death and her paths unto the dead. None that go in unto her return again, neither take they hold of the paths of life. Don't go that way. Get your eyes off of her. Learn to... I just read a book that actually helped me to uh, figure out how to deal with that kind of woman, too. It talks about... Bouncing your eyes. When your eyes see something like that, just bounce them away and keep it away. Don't go back. You men, you just have to learn to do that. You young men need to learn to do that too. And we older ones sometimes. Now, the terminology was new to me. The idea wasn't. You just can't go there. You can't follow the strange woman. We've got lots of them in our world. Wisdom delivers, and then, so verses 20 to 22, it delivers into the path of the just, that thou mayest walk in the way of good men and keep the paths of righteous. For the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. <laughs> but the wicked shall be cut off from the earth, and the transgressors shall be rooted out of it. And so, when the elements shall melt with a fervent heat, and this earth is burned up, and there's a new heaven and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness wisdom is going to be what delivers us into that new heaven and new earth well we say it's the Lord Jesus well yes but it's our it's wisdom to seek him okay wisdom I might say is the Old Testament way of looking at it well chapter 3 I put a title on this. Don't forget. Keep. Don't forget. Keep. They're both words from verse 1. My son, 
And the first several verses here kind of come in pairs, I think. My son, forget not my law, but let thine heart keep my commandments. For length of days, long life, and peace shall they add to thee. And when you read this, you know, I suppose it's Solomon and he's writing something for his son, but usually when I read it, I, I just read it as God talking to me, and I don't think we can go wrong with that. My son, forget not my law. Don't forget it. Let thine heart keep my commandments. And you could go back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 where he says, These things shall be in your heart. Make them part of you. Why? Well, they'll add length of days and long life and peace. And we say, well, some people die young, even good people, even Christians. That's true. But in a general way. My dad, my father died at 67. I'm only seven years away from their hate, maybe. But anyway, which is interesting. 67 is not that old. He drank himself to death. He drank and he smoked and he lived hard. You live in sin, the way of the transgressor is hard. Physically, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Well, three and four. Let not mercy and truth forsake thee. Mercy uh, has to do with the way we relate to others, especially the way we look at them, the way we forgive them, the way we forbear with them, the way we love them. Truth, I think, maybe has more to do with integrity in my own heart, in this case. Don't let them forsake you. Tie them on. Bind them about thy neck. Write them on the table of thine heart. Put them in your heart again and live by them. That's the way to find favor and good understanding, good success, the margin says, in the sight of God and man. Not only the sight of God, but also men. People notice when you live that way. And it makes a difference. And should that they may by your good works which they shall behold glorify God in the day of visitation verses 5 and 6 trust in the Lord with all thine heart trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto your own understanding in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths so trust in the Lord. Get your wisdom from him. Go to his word. Cleanse your way by it. In the Lord. In his word. Do it from the heart. Do it with all your heart. And don't be a smart aleck. Don't figure you've got it figured out. You don't. I don't either. Don't lean into your own understanding. Don't lean on somebody else's understanding. Well, yes, if they're older and wiser than you, it's probably a good idea to listen to them and gain from it. But don't go the world's way just because that's what everybody else does. Trust in the Lord 
when you have older and wiser brothers and sisters around you in the church. You can learn a lot from them. I remember a good many years ago something, I have no idea anymore what it was I was thinking about. But I was trying to figure it out and I just simply, you know, I did not go and ask counsel of anybody in that particular case. I simply asked myself, I wonder what Brother John Risser would say about this. And you know, I had my answer. Because I knew him. <laughs> and I knew what he would say about it. And, oh, okay, sure. So, yes, wasn't leaning on my own understanding. I was looking to someone else that I trusted and, and got his counsel without asking in that particular case. <clears throat> in all thy ways, acknowledge him. So, in everything that you do, remember God. Remember that he is God, that he's holy and he's just, that he sees you, that he cares about you and what you do, that you're going to be judged by him according to what you do. Acknowledge him and let what you know about him, you see the word know in the middle of acknowledge, let that guide what you do and direct your paths. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't. I remember oh, I can't quote it the way it was but anyway I've, over the years I've dressed it up a little. You know, when a little boy is six, his daddy knows everything. Ten years later, his daddy don't know nothing. I know everything. At 26, that's changed a good bit. Daddy knows a good bit more. At 36, I wish I knew half what I thought daddy knew or what I thought daddy knew when I was six or something like that. You don't have to go through that. You don't. In fact, it's foolish to think you know everything at 16. And, and we tend to do that. We just do. Especially in, in America, in our society, we, we expect that almost. It doesn't have to be that way. We can be wise. We can choose wisdom. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. And leave evil alone. Leave the wrong alone. Choose not to go the wrong way. You know what wrong is. Just say, no, that's not for me. You can't hide it. <laughs> you can't. It becomes obvious pretty quick, even to people looking on what's going on when when you start your own way. And God knows it from the very first. So, don't be a smart aleck. Rather, fear God. Leave the evil alone. It'll be health, medicine to your navel, and marrow to your bones. It'll be good for you. It'll be good for your spiritual health. 
interesting wording. We wouldn't say it quite that way, but that's what it means. It's just going to be good for you. It would make you wise. Verses 9 and 10. Just make up your mind now that I'm going to live for the Lord and I'm going to honor him with the stuff that I get as I get older. Even the stuff I have now. Honor the Lord with thy substance and with the first fruits of thine increase. I'm going to give the first fruits to God. Start giving now. Don't, don't ever stop. Well, see, it's called first fruits. You know why? So if you were a farmer in Israel and you were raising crops or animals, the first of it was supposed to go to God. Why? It's all supposed to go to God, but you give him specifically the first to show that. It's first fruit. I'm his. And I indicate that by giving him some out of the first. I give him the rest too, by the way, but he allows me to use some of it to make a living and take care of my wife and family and so on. <clears throat> but it's his. I use it for his glory. Do it that way, so shall thy barns be filled with plenty, and thy presses shall burst out with new wine, and he'll provide what you need. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, is the New Testament version, and all these things shall be added unto you. Verses 11 and 12. Don't hate bad stuff. <laughs> Don't hate unpleasant things. My son, despise not the chastening of the Lord, neither be weary of his correction. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Of course, you know this was quoted in Hebrews. God allows bad stuff to come into our lives to teach us things. Uh, that word chastening there is translated instruction in Proverbs fairly often, I think you would find. Don't despise God's teaching you. Don't grow tired of it. He's doing it for your good. Every good father disciplines his son, corrects him when he needs it, and God's a good father. All right. Verses 23 on down through the chapter. Well, verses 23 to 26, we'll read them. Get wisdom. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She, wisdom, is more precious than rubies. And all the things that thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Your iPhone, your whatever it is you think you want, can't be compared with getting wisdom. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. All of them. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy, blessed, is everyone that retaineth her. The Lord by wisdom hath founded the earth, by understanding hath he established the heavens. By his knowledge the depths are broken up, and the clouds drop down the dew. My son, let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. So shall they be life unto thy soul, and grace to thy neck. 
Then shalt thou walk in thy way safely, and thy foot shall not stumble. When thou liest down, thou shalt not be afraid. Yea, thou shalt lie down, and thy sleep shall be sweet. Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked, when it cometh. For the Lord shall be thy confidence, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. Get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. It says in another chapter here before long. If you look then at the next few verses, 27, maybe down through about 31, I call this practical wisdom being worked out. Just some ways to put wisdom to practice. Withhold not good from them to whom it is due, when you have the power to do it. Say not to your neighbor, go and come again, and tomorrow I'll give when thou hast it by thee. Devise not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwelleth securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he hath done thee no harm. Don't be one of those people that goes around and just does stuff to be nasty. Oh, and you think it's funny. For the froward, whoops, back up. Let's see, well, maybe we ought to say, read that one. For the froward is abomination to the Lord. All right, envy, verse 31, envy thou not the oppressor. The one who seems to be on top and is putting others down, seems to have life going well. Don't envy him and choose none of his ways, for the froward is an abomination to the Lord. But the Lord's secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. These last couple verses... Verses 32 to 35, I just put here, God sees. God sees both the wise and the foolish. And wisdom and foolishness bring predetermined consequences. They are unchangeable. It doesn't matter if you're choosing foolishness and it looks like it's going well and you've got lots of money and a nice house and a nice car and everything's going fine. Sometimes that does happen. But that is not reality. There are predetermined results that go with foolishness and with wisdom and they will come. For the froward, verse 32, is abomination to the Lord. But God's secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesses the habitation of the just. Surely he scorneth the scorner, but he gives grace to the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. The wise shall inherit that new heaven and the earth. The fool eternity in hell.
I've been thinking, well, maybe I should preach some about hell in some sermon sometime soon, but it, it's almost more than I feel like talking about sometimes to think about hell. Probably does us good to do it, though. So get wisdom. Get understanding. Be wise. Looks like we could read a little further. Hear your children the instruction of the father, of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake you not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Get a hold of it and hang on to it. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. Enter not into the path of the wicked, and go not in the way of evil men. Avoid it. Pass not by it. Turn from it. Pass away. For they sleep not except they've done mischief, and their sleep is taken away unless they cause some to fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is as darkness. They know not at what they stumble. My son, attend to my words. Incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart. For they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. And then sum it up. Keep thy heart. Guard thy heart with all diligence. Be careful what you put in there. Be careful about your choices. For out of it, out of your heart, are the springs of life, the issues of life. Your life grows out of your heart. Be careful what you allow yourself to think and put in there. Put away from thee a froward mouth, a proud, perverse mouth, a selfish words that I'm somebody and I'll do what I want. Nobody can tell me what to do, that kind of thing. Put away from thee a froward mouth, and perverse lips put far from thee. Let thine eyes look right on. Let thy eyelids look straight before thee. Set your sights on wisdom, on God himself and on wisdom, and go for it and keep your sights there. Ponder the path of thy feet. Watch where you're putting your feet down. And let all thy ways be established. Think about the choices you make. Think about what you do. Think about what you allow yourself to think and look at and read. Ponder the path of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from 
evil. Get wisdom. Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way? By keeping your word.